Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash petty revenge. Our first post of this episode comes from Affectionate Gold 84 and it's titled Right Back Where You Started. Maybe more petty than actual revenge, but hope you enjoy anyways. M entitled Mansi Cashier to set the scene, I'm originally from a very small rural community in the southeastern US. One grocery store, post office, mechanic shop, historic train depot, water tower, and a fire department. All have the town name somewhere on the building, structure. The grocery store is known for its wonderful breakfast spread and is always packed from early to mid-morning. Parking is limited especially with two gas pumps in the front, but we generally manage with no problems. One of these terribly foggy and quite busy mornings, many of us are standing in line awaiting checkout. It's the usual good morning how are you greeting from the cashier as she keeps us moving along. As one customer is trying G to back out, as I said limited parking, one space and the main road behind it, a car screeches to a halt, half in the road, half in the lot. It's a very nice Mercedes and out of it comes a suit surrounding some entitled prick. He barrels in after ignoring the patron attempting to leave and parks himself at the exit of the long line. M while still holding his phone to his ear he demanded, how in the hell do I get to Hilda? Before anyone could tell him he was in the middle of Hilda grocery, the cashier cuts her greeting mid-sentence. See well sir, if you keep going straight for about 10 miles, you'll come to a stop sign. Take a right. Keep on that road for about 20 miles until you come to another stop sign. Take a right. You'll be on that road for about 19 or 20 miles and come to a four-way stop. Take a right. Just keep going straight and you will run right into Hilda in about 8 or 9 miles. M turns on his heel without so much as a thank you. Back in his car, he peels out headed to Hilda. As it dawned on us what she had done, we burst out in laughter and she picked up her morning greetings. Now I wasn't around for his return trip, but I would like to imagine by the time he made it back, the fog had lifted and he had an eerie sense of deja vu. This was also in a time without GPS mapping, but we were in the cell phone age. Hope you enjoyed reading as much as I enjoyed seeing it. The next post from Butterfly Chunks is titled I retrained my roommate's brain to not respond to his alarms. Reposting from a post I made in R, am I the asshole? I was in college, senior. My roommate was a sophomore but it was his first time living in a dorm. He'd been a pretty lousy roommate, constantly left the room a mess, left his stuff on my side of the room and on my bed, stole my alcohol, used my shit without permission, never clean up my dishes after he used them, and a bunch of other stuff. I confronted him about all these issues on several occasions and got the RA involved with the alcohol stealing issue because at the time, he was under 21. Things still continued anyways. He asked me once if it was okay if his girl spent the night, which I said no. We were in the middle of a pandemic, plus that's especially weird if I was there. I also had to wake up every day at 8 for work, which he knew, and he would stay up until 2am playing video games some nights. Not to mention, he would set like 10 alarms in the morning with a bunch of different alarm tones. I hit a breaking point and decided to do something cruel. Every morning when I woke up, I'd observe his alarm pattern and how he'd respond. He had several alarms that he'd ignore, all with the same sound. He had a couple half-hour alarms that had a unique sound, also ignored, and then the final alarm had its own sound too. All of them were default iPhone sounds. So his brain had been trained to this alarm pattern for a while, I'd assumed. So I started step one of the punishment, set up a sequence of alarms on my phone, identical to his sequence, but an hour early. He responded to my alarms the exact same way he'd respond to his own. 
I kept this up for a week, and his brain was eventually retrained to sleep through double the amount of alarms as before. Then, phase 2 kicked in, random inconsistencies in my alarm pattern. Some days I'd play all the alarms, while other days I'd only play one that his brain was trained to ignore. That way, his brain expects to sleep through like 20 alarms and only ever hears 11. He slept through his alarm at least four times in two weeks. Eventually he finally changed his alarm pattern so he'd only have one alarm and he no longer had the energy to stay up until 2am. TLDR, I psychologically tortured my roommate by throwing off how his brain responds to his alarm clock because he was stealing booze and was a shitty roommate. The next post from Quamtum Game is titled Block Me In. Payback Time. Dot. A little explaining first I live in a country where bikes are very popular and thus almost everyone rides to school on their bike. So the parking space for our bikes has to be pretty big, which it just barely is. It's underground and just one story so everyone who parks their bikes has to maneuver their way around a bunch of bikes in order to get to some empty spaces. Now me and my friend had find two spots that were almost always empty, so we started parking our bikes there, but after a while we noticed that our bikes were getting blocked in by two other bikes. This was really annoying because we also had to move these other bikes in other for us to leave. The same bikes kept doing this for two weeks and we got tired of this. Cue petty revenge. Me and my friend had a bit of time on our hands and there was nobody in the parking space. We each took one of the bikes and dragged them all the way to the other side of the parking space and placed them so that it would be very hard to find them and left. We both wanted to see them look for their bikes but we had to get home. But we were laughing about this the whole trip home. The next post from Bearbutt1337 is titled Want to make me uncomfortable? Have fun being fired. Dot. I, 29F, went to my second tennis practice yesterday. A few minutes after stepping inside, a man knocks on the window gesturing for me to let him in through the locked door. He was dressed for tennis and didn't look suspicious in any way, so I did. He thanked me and struck up a conversation. Turns out he was a tennis coach and this was his second day. Within not more than one minute, I felt he was a bit odd. He began talking about how how he is sad he only gets to train boys and never girls, how girls are much nicer to watch, and how he had to resort to bars to see women at all. He continued by telling me how he was gonna watch me on the court. At the same time he came closer and eventually he stood so close he was almost touching me. By this point I started being both annoyed and very uncomfortable. I did not want to step on the court and feel sexualized by the coach on the court next to mine. Walking onto the court, I met the woman who runs the place. She happens to be someone I've known since I was literally five years old, and she was like an extra family for me growing up. I told her about the coach's behavior, how uncomfortable I felt and how I was thinking of going home instead. She. Was. Pissed. I've never seen her so angry. Apparently the coach started working there the day before and he had acted weird then, too. They were so confused, because this guy had been hired upon several recommendations from very high up. He's supposed to be amazing. I asked her not to make a deal out of it there and then, which she promised she wouldn't. I also got to switch court so I wouldn't have to play next to him. This morning she texted me saying he's out the door and won't be coming back, and she hoped I'd feel safe coming in for practice again next week. Turns out being amazing can only take you so far if you're an idiot. Burr bye, fucking asshat. Edit. I've been made aware this might not count as petty revenge. I blame the language barrier, not native English speaker, and the fact I didn't know where else to put it. Hope that's okay, and thanks for all the kind words. Smiley face. Today's last post from Horse Around 8 is titled Made sure you left your things in the train. 
I guess I technically didn't do anything but that is part of the revenge. This 24-28 year old douche was sitting in the city train as I walked in. I was standing during the ride, he was sitting as he's right in front of me. I paid no attention to him at all while I was on my phone and then I randomly smelled something fruity and realized there was smoke around me. I looked at the douche and turns out he was vaping in the train, which you're not supposed to. I stepped back a few feet away, disgusted so I don't have to smell again. And some people around me noticed. Thought it was the most inconsiderate thing. Not only that, the dude looked like he was either drunk or on some drugs. I couldn't tell but he took out his wallet to look for something but kept dropping random cards and small pieces of paper and picked it back up to put in his wallet. It repeated for nearly a half an hour. Then I realized, he dropped his health insurance card and the vape itself. He didn't realize it was dropped. I know how it's like to accidentally leave things behind the train and have the sympathy to let people know they dropped something but I had no guilt. Everyone else wasnt paying attention and when his stop came, he got up and left. His things were left behind and it became my total satisfaction.